Welcome to another show on Rising Above Shadows of Abuse. I'm your host, Grace Popper. I hope you are having a lovely week. Here with me today is an inspirational and compassionate man, a fellow podcaster, Mr. Tongo. Welcome, Tongo. Kindly tell us a bit about yourself and your podcast, The Empty Podcast. Hi, Grace. How are you this evening? I'm fine, thank you. Hi, guys. My name is Tongo. Happy to be here. I'm part of a podcast called The Empty Podcast. See the logo behind me. We're a group of six young mix of Caribbean and African professionals. We do a podcast weekly on a Thursday. We talk about things ranging from parenting to current culture in the United Kingdom and around the world, politics, current affairs, impacts of social media, relationships, dating advice, you name it, we talk about it. We try and talk about everything from a man's point of view because we feel a lot of the time you don't get opinion of men, especially black men. That sounds interesting. Welcome. My listeners, I hope you are all having a wonderful uh, week. Uh, we'll start the ball rolling by saying and discussing a very sensitive topic today as relates to children and discipline. According to the law, children can be disciplined but devoid of any sort of corporal punishment. Do you think children take advantage of this? Um, personally, I think they can do, um, but they need to understand or be taught that the buck stops with the parent, that the parent is is the fear of God. They should be more scared of, I mean, more scared of a parent than the police, than the government, than the army, because end of the day, that is the person that's probably going to look out for you the most. So it's, they're in your best interest. You may feel harsh, you may feel hard done by, but it's about getting you to be the, the responsible, the best adult you can be. I think it, it needs to stay that. If the parent says A, then A it is. It's not to be swayed from, it's not to be argued against, just literally do what your parent says, listen to the advice that they give you, take heed of the love and care that they give you and use that as a springboard to your adulthood. You're quite correct, um, Tonga. But I feel that some children get inspiration from children get to misbehave and thus report their parents for disciplining them to authorities. Where do you think they get the inspiration from? I think it mostly comes from their peers. Um, other children in the playgrounds, the school, school environment. I, I feel that different cultures have different upbringings and different disciplines. And if you if you interact with other races and cultures as we do in, in schools, what your friend at school might tell you because of how they're they they what they get away with acting with their parent, they will give you that advice that ah. Oh, I'm surprised, like, a child might be, how can we talk to your mum like that? 
and, and the child will educate them that, well, did you know that if, if you, your mum talks you away or she reprimands you for, for talking to you like that, and a, and a child might think, oh, that's a good idea. My mum can't talk to me. My mum can't tell me anything. So they will, they will copy that towards their parent, not realising that it's a different culture. How we're raising this house, how we're raising this culture is not the same as your friend in the playground. Okay. So, so do you agree or disagree that they should have this access available to them as children? Obviously, there needs to be things in place where abuse, excessive abuse, is an issue or is in is in is in practice. There needs to be some protection for children. Yeah. Because as much as parents are supposed to be the, the main lover and caregiver, sometimes that position is abused. We have there's many a case where the child is being punished unnecessarily abused, overly abused, and where that is literally not looked after, not cared of, just ignored and isolated and left effectively or to die. So there needs to be things in place that children are neglected. That's the way I was looking for. There needs to be things in place where in these extreme circumstances, a child knows they can go to this place safely and be looked after, to be cared for, be extracted from that environment. But obviously that's when it's a very serious issue and it's gone it's very far in that incorrect direction. But on our everyday family life, discipline and ritual and behaviours, yeah. it's, I'm not sure if it's necessary. So for them, but at the same time, they should be for those particular instances, not just any and everything that's an issue or that they think is an issue. Okay. So would you say this has left parents handicapped as well? In disciplining um, their children? In a way, because you may or may not have noticed, you children I mean children are not smacked anymore. They're not tapped on the back of their hand anymore. They're not, I don't know, reprimanded in that manner because a parent's always concerned about um always concerned about whether their children's gonna be taken away from them by social services or they think they've abused them. They're they're afraid to sometimes they're afraid that a child might generally have injured themselves, maybe I don't know, they fell and bumped their head. They take the hospital, they're concerned that the hospital doesn't think that they're gonna be that they've been abused. That's why they've got a bump on their head rather than they actually fell. Mm. And so I feel that puts parents in a situation where they're they're very cautious yeah. about how they interact with authorities, yeah. whereas there, there should be case. It should be that these authorities are there to assist them and support them. But they feel like if I go to the authorities or they think the wrong thing, my child's going to get taken away. So they will be lenient. They will allow make allowances what they maybe wouldn't usually do. 
Okay. I actually, I actually agree with what you've just said. But, I, but like you said, yeah. children are cautious. Uh, sorry, parents are cautious when it comes to discipline because they are followed stringently by the law. Well, that leads me to my next question. The Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they grow, they will not depart from it. Do you agree with this saying? Sorry, can you repeat it? It's very it's hard to hear you. I said the Bible says, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they grow, they will not depart from it. Do you agree with this saying? Um, I do. And the reason I do is when you are influencing your child and teaching them and educating them about life and discipline and morals and integrity and all these other values, what they learn eventually is what makes them a person. And even if they deviate, let's say, I don't know, they get with a bad crowd and they become not your model child that you expect. Yeah. What happens, there's always a point where they realize whether that they've gone as far as getting in trouble and gone to prison or whatever, they yeah. always realize I've lost the real me. I need to get back to like the real me. This is not how I am. This is not how what I intended for my life, et cetera, et cetera. So they will always resort back to the morals that they've been instilled, the integrity that they've instilled, even though they may, for example, say they went into committing crime, they still have moral code within the crime world and what they do and how they interact with, each, with the other people. They, they, they don't just fly off the handle and just do any and everything. There's always something that their moral compass won't allow them to get do or get involved in, or take part in it. As long as you can still hear me, I suppose. Yes, that I can. That's okay. Thing. <laughs> yeah. I feel that, I've always, I always say that people will always be themselves, and they will always resort back to their natural self. So whatever's instilled in them, whatever's deep in their veins, whatever's deep in their heart, we always shine through in the end. It might take a time, they may, they may lose themselves a bit, but it always shines through. Yes, I do agree with you, actually, Tongo. People do make mistakes. And sometimes we learn from experiences. So, exactly. But the, but the upbringing you've had does play an important role in the way you're shaped. They say a child is shaped from zero to seven years. And that's, I mean, that's what psychologists say. And that after seven years, that is when, you know, the formation of a child's character is formed. Uh, anyway, that leads me to my next question. With the current laws. Power to parent properly has been taken away, according to some older parents. And the belief if corporal punishment was incorporated back as a form of discipline. Children will be better behaved like the older generations who were brought up by instilling punishments like smacking and were better behaved and well-mannered. 
What do you think about this? Um, I think the problem is that it's a fine line. It's a fine line between punishment and abuse. And it's very hard to distinguish where that line, because my opinion of punishment might be your opinion of abuse and vice versa. Yes. So in effect, I understand why the laws are there because it's to give everyone an equal framework. But I still think that a parent should be able to parent within reason and not have to worry about how will they parent this child. And then the day they've brought the child into the world. So the child is their responsibility whilst they're a child. And I feel like these laws, the government are trying to take these um, controls and powers of parenting away from the parents so that they can control the younger generation for the future so they can manipulate them into how they want things to be when they're older and sort of change the dynamic of the country. Hmm. When you say control, are you can you give me instances uh, of control? You, for example, what is going on now in, in relations to the gender debate? Is that what you mean when you say control? So, for example, they're giving child powers to make decisions as adults. The child's not even developed yet. The child doesn't even know what socks to put on tomorrow. But they're telling them, okay, if you want to decide to become a girl today or a, a, a boy tomorrow or not a boy or a girl, tomorrow the choice is yours if you want to take you can make it that they're allowing it to be done now but they won't let you smoke they won't let you drink alcohol they won't do let you do anything that will influence your mind mentally but they'll let you make these life-changing decisions that in fact will affect you mentally probably worse than any substance would and they and they let that run as natural course, or they're trying to make it as natural a course as possible. And the issue with that is that if children are allowed to be, well, I'm not a boy anymore, I'm a girl, I'm not a girl anymore, and I'm a boy, and change their body to match, how does the how does the future generations come? How does the future population get created? Hmm. That's quite a, a deep uh, discussion. We'll keep that for another day. So what do you think okay. about what do you think about abusing relationships? Um thing is there's so many types of abuse in relationships that I think that's a whole new podcast in itself. It's a whole new show. Yeah. But abuse relationship is probably about the victim. It's about what they think is the abuse, what they feel is being is the abuse to them. It's not if whether the abuser decides, well, I'm not abusing them, I'm just telling them how it is, or I'm just letting them know the rules or my boundaries or 
whatever it is, if the victim feels victimized, feels that they're abused, then that's the abuse. And that's what needs to be taken care of and looked after. That's what needs to be interjected and assisted. And me personally, like I've never abused anyone in a relationship. And well, not that I'm aware of. And I understand it could be physical, it could be mental, it could be in various forms. Yes. As far as I'm aware, I haven't. I I try my best to adhere to not doing that ever. Because as a child, I, I was quite short. I wasn't, say, bullied as such, but I was teased a lot about being small and being short and being whatever else. But I'm strong. I've got a strong build, build of character. So I was able to take it in my stride and I was able to give as good as I got. Run my mouth us as well. We have jokes about it. There'll be memories that I, I treasure. And when I see my old school friends, we laugh about. So that's fine. But someone else looking into it may think that child's getting abused and may want to interject. And people have to always remember that sometimes it's not even the victim that will report said abuse. It might be an onlooker. It might be a third party that notices how it what's happening. So in regards to abusive relationships, I'm not for it at all. I don't see why it should be done. Why a person should feel that they need to have that control over a person. But hey. Thank you. Any words of encouragement? And how can we uh, listeners reach you? Right. So words of encouragement, I'd say, as people, live your life as best you can. Um, keep integrity, keep your morals. Remember that everyone else is just as human as you. And everyone's got feelings. So try and consider how everyone feels. Remember, it takes more muscles to smile than it does to frown. So, you know, keep smiling. Yeah. Thank you. And in regards to contacting us, you can contact us on The Empty Podcast, literally, as it's written on the, on the logo. Or you can contact myself directly on my Instagram, which is it's, I-T-S, Tongo, T-O-N-G-O. Grace, thank you very much for having me. It's been a lovely conversation, very interesting. I can't wait to hear the final outcome. Thank you, Tongo, for coming. It's been a pleasure having you. And I hope, listeners, you've enjoyed this show. This has been Grace Opa for Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, Raza. See you on our next show. Be safe, be positive. And you can also reach us on our social media handles, Rising Above Shadows of Abuse, on Facebook, Instagram, and also you can email us at rising above shadows of abuse at gmail.com. See you on our next show. Bye for now.